It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. everyone and welcome to another edition of the car doctor program on north shore 104.9 and i want to thank uh, jimmy carter for coming in you know he just comes in makes that announcement and then leaves it's amazing and uh i want to thank him for coming in and i'm also glad he you know says you know call the phone number with your comments and uh concerns i'm and, and i'm glad he doesn't say criticisms because you know I'm, I'm a sensitive person or 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 Biff's a sensitive yeah, we're both. I think yeah. we're both very we both sensitive. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't we don't want to hear any criticism. No, nope. but uh, but this, concerns, yes, concerns, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, want yeah. to hear about concerns? Well, this morning I was in uh, before I was doing the radio show. I always try to catch up on my morning email, and this morning I was answering two different email questions. One was from somebody that has a 2018 uh, Chevrolet. And it's uh, it's on its second or third oxygen sensor, and the other one was on a 2014 Volkswagen Jetta that had a misfire code, and it was a um, and they had replaced some spark plugs, and they want to know about replacing the ignition coils, and so we're still seeing common issues popping up, and with gasoline at for I don't know, it was four forty-five a gallon. I guess the last time I looked at it, um, you know, we're trying to do our our most to maximize fuel economy. But cars still need maintenance; they still need repairs, and it's still important to make sure you take care of your car and do everything you can to make it work the way it's supposed to. And with us is Kristen Brokoff. She is the Director of Communications for CarMD.com. Kristen, good morning and welcome back to the Car Doctor Program. Good morning. Happy Saturday and thanks for having me. Happy Saturday to you as well. And um, first off, tell us about CarMD. What is CarMD? So CarMD is a company um, that has actually for 11 years now been um, reporting on check engine light trends and the associated costs. Um, the the beginning of our company was um, automotive diagnostic tools. So if you go to um, a parts store and get one of the free um, tests to see why the check engine light is on or buy a big fancy scan tool or, you know, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, just a weekend warrior or an entry-level technician or a DIYer, uh, we track all the information that comes out of the vehicles through the tools um, and into our database. And so we just analyze analyze trends, uh, you know, to help educate the industry, you know, what parts do they need to have in the parts stores, what do the shops need to have, what, what's trending, and then um, what should folks know about the check engine light, and we use every April during Car Care Awareness Month um, as a chance to educate folks and remind you, you shouldn't be driving with that check engine light on. And uh, years back, you actually had a little, uh, little hand skin tool, right? 
We did. Uh, CarmD's not currently making that. We're focusing more on the data side. Um, but our sister company, Innova Electronics, still makes all sorts of different handheld devices. Um, kind of the same premise. You can get them at Amazon or, you know, a variety of different parts stores. And uh, it's, it's a sister company, so we're all sharing the same data. Right. I remember years ago, I think you sent me a few of them. We gave away to lucky listeners. So, and I think we're happy that to do it way again. Back when, way back <laughs> when. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Father Day, and, Father's Day is coming up. So, <laughs> well, you know, that, that's an, that's an interesting point. You know, you, you mentioned that, you know, DIYers and weekend warriors that go out and look at their cars, but the idea of having your own scan tool where you can go out and, Maybe you're not going to fix it, but you just want to look and say, "Oh, it says I have a, a, you know, a large, you know, emissions leak." Oh, look at that—the gas cap. I forgot to put the gas cap on. And something as simple as that. So you're—you may not be doing the repairs, but you might be doing a little bit of the self-diagnostics. So be able well, to. Well, and you know, I use it literally every year before I have to get my car smog checked. To go, you know, register it. I, I mean, I literally every year go out, plug in my CarMD or my Anova tool, just to get that little green light because our we our tools have patented LEDs. So green is like thumbs up. Go on that road trip. Um, go get that emissions test, and it saves me from sweating and wondering, am I going to pass or not? Because, you know, it, even if uh, you've got a, a pending problem, which I'm sure you've talked to your listeners about, um, that hasn't shown up in the form of a check engine light, it, there's a possibility that you still may have something going on um, that would cause it not to pass that emissions test. Um, yeah, so it's we love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I was looking... and. and you know, on your website, and people can go to your website, which is carmd.com, and they can look up some of the 10 most common check engine uh, and uh, vehicle repairs. And you have it, you have it kind of neat because you have it broken up by sort of across the country, but also by region. And I was looking at the northeast region, so where we are, and um, it's kind of interesting that uh, over the last year um, or so, it looks like catalytic converters and oxygen sensors have, have changed place. And I guess part of that would be that uh, catalytic converters won't last forever. And the average car on the road now is just a little bit over 12 years old, right? Yeah, and we first started doing this report 11 years ago. And I mean, I think if I my memory serves me correct, the average age of a car then was like nine years old. So, I mean, cars are literally starting to outlast their parts. And everybody knows with supply chain, it's it's difficult to even if you have a bunch of money to throw at a brand new car, it's difficult to even order one or get one right now. So it makes sense that some of those parts that wouldn't have normally failed, um, you know, would start to fail because they're literally outlasting, you know, the cars are outlasting the parts. So, yeah, um, it's, I think that's a really good, you know, when you know that you're holding on to that car for 12 or 13, 14 years, um, you know, you, you should definitely be looking into saving money for something like a $1,400 catalytic converter um, or getting that extended warranty or whatever you need to do to protect yourself. Um, and I also want to point out, you know, don't throw your mechanic under the bus. Um, a very big chunk of the change in something like a catalytic converter replacement is the parts. And we are definitely seeing an uptick in the average um, cost of parts. 
um, the, the actually the part the the price of labor has actually dropped a half a percent, but parts have gone up um, almost four percent, I believe. And uh, it's just you know don't blame don't blame your tech. No. <laughs> yeah, you're. I mean, and I guess you have to look around and and um, you know everything. Everything that we touch, I think, gets delivered by truck and diesel fuel prices are through the roof, uh, you know, with, you know, six and seven dollars a gallon for diesel fuel. And most of these, you know, most of these parts are all getting delivered by trucks that run on diesel. And that, unfortunately, that extra cost of, uh, getting those parts on the road when they can. I know I ordered something last week and, uh, I, I called up, it was supposed to be in on Thursday, and I called them up and I said, uh, "Hey, I'm just checking. Did that part come in?" And they said to me, um, "Well, it we don't know because um, there's a truck driver shortage, and there was nobody to drive the truck today." So You're like, we are where can seeing, I go get it? Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we are there. seeing yeah, we are seeing all kinds of weird supply chain problems, and you know, I I always used to think supply chain was you know this. You know, very complicated thing, but sometimes it's just down to the fact that yeah. there's nobody that's there to be able to mm -hmm. drive the tractor trailer truck and, uh, it can certainly be a problem. But yeah, you look at some of these things and, and I kind of, you know, uh, can't help but wonder, you know, are some, is, you know, have catalytic converters, um, you know, jumped up in repair frequency because of catalytic converter theft as well? You know, and it's interesting, a lot of people ask us that. Um, we are basically going off of what the car's computer is reporting and when it needs to be replaced. So I'm going to say that that's a problem over and above what's happening here. I think this right. is literally a case of cars just being older on the road and needing catalytic converters. Uh, but you're right, you know, with the precious metals that are inside of it, they're definitely a coveted part for thieves. I don't actually think what we're reporting on has anything to do that with that though um, yeah you you're right if you're reporting on it based on repair history and check engine lights right. it's fail it would it would be unusual i guess for someone to drive into a repair shop and say my check engine lights on and not hear that there was no catalytic converter yeah. the power at the same <laughs> <So>. time <laughs> But it was funny, the poor designer that was working on um, the vehicle health index that CarMD puts out, he's done it every year for like a decade. While we were doing this year's report, his um, catalytic converter was stolen off of his oh car when he was traveling. And so it, thankfully insurance paid for it, but it was almost like sickly ironic that that happened when we were literally writing about catalytic converters. Um, that was sad. Mm. Um, but, yeah. you know, I want to go back to talk a little bit about um, the oxygen sensor versus the catalytic converter and how they've, they've switched places. And I want to point out the oxygen sensor is a really good example of a lot of people have that check engine light on and they're like, my car's driving fine. My car, I don't need to look at it. It's no big deal. I'm going to wait till payday or I'm going to, you know, whatever, ignore it. It's fine. You are very, very likely, um, well, first of all, with oxygen sensor being, you know, the second most common in the Northeast and a very common um, problem across the country, that's the kind of thing where your car might seem like it's driving just fine, and it's absolutely going to be hurting the environment, and it's going to be costing you at the pump because you're not getting the fuel economy that you need. Um, so I would definitely recommend not ignoring that check engine light. It could be, you're right, it could be a loose gas cap, which... 
back when we started reporting on this, that was the number one repair. And so it's mm. dropping with capitalist tanks and more people being educated about the fact that it could be a loose gas cap. But I really encourage folks to get that checked out as soon as possible, whether you do it yourself or have a trusted mechanic. Um, you do not want to be spending any more money at the pump than you need to. Absolutely. And looking at looking at the top 10, you know, issues that pop up here, the catalytic converter. Um, and, and I'm going to and, and I love your line that the cars are outliving the life of their parts. Um, I may steal that from now on, just so you know. <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the idea that you know catalytic converters do have, in a lot of cases, a, a finite life, and they can sort of reach the end of their useful life without really impacting the way the car is going to perform. Just the emissions levels are going to get higher, and then then there's uh, like you like we were talking about oxygen sensors, very common. Um, Ignition coils and spark plugs, you know, same thing. A lot of cars today have 100,000-mile spark plugs. And, you know, as the cars are 10, 11, 12 years old, they're hitting that 100, 120, 150,000-mile mark, and they may never have replaced them. Um, Ignition coils itself certainly can fail over time. One of my favorites is anything to do with the evaporative emission system, uh, the purge valve or any of the venting parts of the evaporative emission system. There's another one that turns on check engine lights all day long. People ignore it because it is the car is driving fine. Even fuel economy might seem as good as it's ever been. But you are polluting the air because emissions are not being returned back to the fuel tank, and they're ending up out in the atmosphere, which is not good. Um, well, and that's a hundred, you know, hundred and forty dollar fix, and even less if you're doing it yourself, you know. So, right. uh, you know, it's it's definitely best to spend the money and get it replaced. And actually, it's interesting you talk about the the evapsis or the purge um, control valve um, because the number eight repair is replace evaporative emissions purge control valve, the evap. And mm. then the number 10 repair is replace evaporative emissions purge solenoid, which I'm not a technician, um, but my guys tell me that they're basically one and the same, and it really just has to do with the age of the vehicle. So you may be able to confirm that for me. So that really means it's a much more common repair than we're even reporting on. Yeah, yeah. One's on top. Sometimes what happens is the purge control solenoid is actually mounted to the purge control valve in some cars. Sometimes they're actually separate pieces. Toyota sometimes will separate them out. Others will have it part of the um, charcoal canister assembly, but it's all part of the same system. So in some cases, it makes sense to look at all of it. And one of my favorites that pops up here is the thermostat. And a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people think of the thermostat as, well, if the engine's running at the right temperature, I know that I'm going to be warm in this winter time, and the car's not going to overheat in the summertime. But what happens if that thermostat's stuck open a little bit? The engine's never really going to come up to operating temperature the way it should. doesn't come up to operating temperature the way it should. Uh, vehicle fuel economy goes down a little bit because the engine's thinking it's a little colder than it really is, so it's putting more fuel in all the time, and it's wasting fuel in something as simple as replacing a thermostat, which can range from, you know, $100 to, you know, $500, depending on the car. So, uh, again, something that makes sense to look at, and that's where your 
you know, trusted technician with their scan tool can kind of look at all of these things individually and go, you know what, the engine temperature is not quite where it should be, or this isn't quite where it should be. You haven't had the your cooling system serviced in a really long time. We ought to think about doing that. It's all about preventative maintenance at this point to try to maximize your fuel economy. And this index really helps point that out. Yeah, and um, for folks that want to know, okay, well, what about my car? Well, first of all, um, the average age for a check engine light to come on is 2007. So, um, you know, there's kind of a sweet a sweet spot or maybe a, a, a sticky spot, if you want to call it, but between, like, tw- 2006 to 2009 vehicles that are most commonly going to have problems. So I'd definitely be paying attention if you have that age uh, vehicle. But... You can also type in literally anywhere on the internet, um, CarMD Garage, and it's kind of a long URL, but it's like carmd.com forward slash WP forward slash garage, and you can literally put in the year, make, model, your vehicle, and see what are the most common reasons the check engine light comes on, and then what are also some recommended maintenance at the mileage that you're at. Um, and then Innova, our sister company, has an app that that does a similar, um, it's called Repair Solutions 2, and we're um, actually updating it so that you don't even have to have a tool to use it. And you'll be able to see, you know, what kind of maintenance should I be addressing, what kind of check engine lights are common, and just be paying attention for those symptoms on your own car. So those are free services that we offer. That, and that, and that's amazing because a lot of times what happens and, you know, what happens to your car isn't always unique to your car. And when you have a huge database of information, sometimes you're right. You look at, you know, on my check engine lights on and you find the exact same year make and model car and all of a sudden you you kind of learn that, oh, it happens because of this. And you might not even have a scan tool, but it might be enough to look and, and go, Oh, well, it's, you know, it's, it could be this and it, oh, there's a vacuum leak and oh, look, there's a, there's a vacuum line that's broken or some, something along that line that, that is able to help you find out what's wrong with your car. Like you said, without, you know, necessarily a, a fancy scan tool and, and, you know, these code reader tools now, like you said, a lot of the parts stores will read codes for free. Uh, some yeah. of these tools have, when they, first came out they were they were expensive there's the simple code readers are pretty inexpensive now if people want to have them i i'm i did some traveling over the winter and i was thinking afterwards even though my car isn't really that old i was thinking i should have thrown a thrown a code reader or scan tool in my car just in case just to have it with me and i i never did that and i thought you know next time next time i think i will just just to just to know i have it and just in case the check engine comes up so i don't so I don't yeah. think I need to panic about something. Well, and we're the company behind a lot of the databases in those parts stores. So when you go in to get your free test and then they say, okay, this code or these codes came on and it's likely that you're going to need these parts, you're right. Um, you know, obviously there's 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 always the chance that it could be A, B, or C, but it's mm-hmm. most likely statistically, you know, this oxygen sensor or um, this spark plug or whatever, you know, the report ends up saying. Like this year's vehicle health index is, oh, you know, over 17 million failures contributed to the data that we crunched for this. So when you do go in to get those free scans, know that CarMD and Innova are the companies behind behind that, and we've been at it a really long time. Yeah, I guess I guess you have. And uh, did uh, uh, did people staying home during 
COVID, did that have any impact on uh, one way or the other based on, you know, how the car, uh, you know, your results, I guess, or... Um, yeah, um, what we did see is a pretty big uptick in people doing their own repairs. And so when you're, when you, when you take out the cost of the labor and you're, some of the, some of the costs came down, you know, in that regard, um, there was a, you know, a lot of people who had a lot of time to tinker with their cars, whether for fun or for necessity to save money. And so we definitely saw that. Um, but, you know, really it was the supply chain issue that I mm. think has contributed the most to the uptick in um, costs overall for repairs. Um, and uh, labor costs, like I said, over the last year came down. So I think shops are just, you know, trying to stay competitive. And if they can't lower the cost because the parts cost what they cost, the, the, mm. the only wiggle room they have is in labor. And if you can do it smarter and faster, it can be a little bit cheaper. So it kind of wins out in the end. And one other thing I was looking at, I was going back to 2020 as an example. You have the um, cars that are least likely to have a check engine light on. And um, I, I guess almost a little bit of a surprise at the top of the list then was uh, Mitsubishi uh, as the make that is least likely to have a check engine light on. So I guess if you were thinking about going out and car shopping you might not want to buy a cadillac because it's it was um ranked as the i guess most likely to have a check engine light on well basically with that report it's that's our top hundred of kind of least likely to have a, a check mm. engine light on or most likely we're going to dig into actually year make model coming up here and get uh, every november december carmd puts out a real detailed look at what which vehicles are most and least likely to have a check engine light on and then separately which are most and least likely or most expensive and least expensive to repair um and Keep your eye out for that because we're we're going to be retooling it and really getting into the weeds and not just blanketing a whole manufacturer because you know some makes and models you know vary you know you can have really good vehicles under one you know umbrella brand and then kind of you know crappy ones and so. We'll be definitely digging into that. So yeah. I wouldn't say make a decision based on, on that report, but, um, you know, it's it's really good to know what typically yeah. fails, what doesn't, and, you know, how they're no, sharing. No, the more, the more you look here, there's more information to be found every time you look. And it's simple enough to find. It's just carmd.com, right? Yep, and then there's a little tab called Vehicle Health Index. You can dig into mm -hmm. 11 years' worth of data. You could be there all weekend if you really wanted to. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I quite want to do that for the weekend, but yeah, uh, maybe maybe if it's a rainy weekend, maybe I'll do it that way. And again, that really long URL. If you wanted to find out specific information, what was that again? I would just type in CarMD Garage or free CarMD yeah. Garage report, okay. but it's it's CarMD.com forward slash WP forward slash garage. Um, and actually, if you go to our website to the press section, there's a link you can just click on and it'll give you everything you want to know, technical service bulletins, predictive failures, all sorts of information about your specific car. Great. Kristen, always a pleasure. And uh, 
next time, let's next time let's not be strangers for so long. We, we got to have you yeah, come back again next year. I'm and then, curious if you want to give away a couple of Nova um, OBD2 uh, scan tools. Just let me know. We'll we'll work it out. Well, we'll work on that too. Well, maybe we'll uh, we'll connect during the week and uh, chat about that and try to figure it out from there. Sounds like a plan. All right, thanks, Kristen. Have, Have a great, great weekend. weekend, and thanks for joining us up here in Massachusetts. Hey, we need to take a break and pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. It sounds like we guess we might have a couple things to give away. So, how about that coming up? Uh, and I also promised that we would probably give away a AAA membership today. Uh, so we're going to figure out how to do that over the maybe over the break as well. But right now we need to take that break, pay some bills. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. And if you would like to join us, 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049 is the number. Give us a call. Phone lines are open. We'll be right back. Summertime and the living things easy. Fish are jumping and the cotton is high. One of these mornings you're gonna rise up singing. So hush, little baby. Zach Michaud here from Michaud Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers. I'm here to let you know that Mitsubishi is back. All boats float in a rising tide and the tide is coming in. Ride the wave into our spring sales event. There's no risk. Come check out the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage starting at just 18.5 up to 55 miles per gallon. 10-year, 100,000 mile warranty. Remember, inventory is slim, so don't mess out while the sale event lasts. Check us out on MichaudMitsubishi.com it's graduation season, and that means graduation parties. Looking for something to delight a crowd? Try a Crumble Cookies Party Box or Six Pack Box. Stock up on your gooey, warm, award-winning chocolate chip cookies or mix it up with some of our limited-time specialty flavors. Stop by your North Shore Crumble stores in Saugus by Trader Joe's and Woburn Village in Woburn. You can also order on the Crumble app. Those things we most cherish are all put at risk through the improper disposal of mercury in everyday items. Fluorescent lamps, thermometers, thermostats all contain mercury. Mercury Recovery Program is designed to assist your community in the safe disposal of this heavy metal. For more information about where to dispose of these products, contact your local Board of Health, Department of Public Works, or visit our website at keepmercuryfromrising.org. Working together, we can keep our environment safe. Attention all contractors. The Massachusetts Mercury Management Act makes it illegal to improperly dispose of old thermostats in the trash. They contain mercury that can be harmful to human health and the environment. Building and HVAC contractors, plumbers, and electricians. Please properly dispose of all mercury thermostats. Contact your local health or public works department for information on where to safely dispose of thermostats in your community. Visit online. Keep mercury from rising. Org for details. Brought to you by Win Waste Innovations. Performance for the planet. It's beginning to feel a lot like summer. And the Home Depot has savings on everything you need to get it started this Memorial Day. Step up your grill game with propane griddles from Next Grill for the perfect smash burger. Then feast with your friends and family around a new patio set from Hampton Bay. 
However you plan to kick off summer, the Home Depot has savings on everything you need to do it right. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Frank Bullet, the classic chase scene in the green Mustang fastback, California coast, where they dared to film it, turning city blocks into a roller coaster track, Mustang speed, but he's on the Dodge Charger. He's not gonna let him slip away They're charging hard But he's driving much harder Mustang Steve makes sure that the charger's gonna have a bad day On the tail of a monster's black Mopar Running scared as the Ford was closing in Oh, the mob was out to remove his star witness. Their plans would fail before they even had a chance to win. Mustang Steve, well, he's on the Dodge Charger. And welcome back to the Car Doctor program. That's a song you'll only hear on uh, the Car Doctor radio program. That was uh, contributed by a... Uh, Part-time listener, I guess, Charles Bernier. He uh, sent that to me on Facebook this morning. So uh, we had to—I—I I had to quickly learn how to download music from Facebook into something else to be able to send it. It was, it was more complicated than I needed to do this morning. But uh, but yeah, he did, did that, got that all done. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So there we go. So a, a new song to the Car Doctor Radio repertoire, and. Uh, and Biff was uh, good enough to play the uh, summertime song early on because, uh, Biff, um, it's summer all of a sudden. It was winter last weekend, wasn't it? Yep. It, now it's summer. Yeah. Yep, now it's summertime. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, sort of I, how I it's was, happened uh, here the past few springs. You just have uh, 40 degrees, 40 degrees, 40 degrees, 40 degrees, 90. Yeah. And yeah. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, I, I did a, uh, a, a radio interview yesterday morning around 830 with the station out in Fitchburg. And um, we talked about cars and maintenance and all that sort of stuff and how to maximize your fuel economy. And uh, the the guy who was doing the, the news said, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be in the 80s this afternoon, 80s on Saturday, 80s on Sunday. And I'm like, he must be mistaken. He must have he must he must forgot to put his glasses on. <laughs> he's maybe reading he's reading 50. the wrong weather. Maybe that was a 50 he was looking at. Or, and, and, and I kind of looked at my phone and I put in, you know, weather Fitchburg Mass and it's like 80s and I'm like what? What do you mean 80s? It's uh it's uh 50 50 and overcast on Cape Cod so anyway. Uh but uh let's talk to Tom in Weymouth. Let's see what the let's see what the weather's like in Weymouth. Good morning Tom. Hey, gorgeous for a change. Biff is right. We went from 40s and we're up to 80. But I'll take it. Feels great. Um the other day uh my neighbor left his car on the lights on for a couple of days. He wasn't home and so forth. And he had dead batteries. So I brought my charger over there that I 
normally use for the past mm -hmm. 40 years. And uh, and I charged it up for like an hour and a half. I put the voltmeter on it originally before I did it, and it was like three volts in the battery. Mm -hmm. It charged up for an hour and a half. But, but it seemed like it was coming up. But when I went into the car, it was an Audi 2017, yeah. you know, I hit the start. Like lights would come on, they'd flash, you know, but it wouldn't crank at all. And then later on in the afternoon, somebody came by with one of those small, you know, jump packs yep. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And bang, it starts right up. So what is it with that in these new cars, if your battery's not up to, doesn't have that correct voltage, it won't crank at all. Like, yo, guys, you know, you get something out of it and you know you're on yeah. the right track. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, you need at least, if the voltage isn't up to at least 11 and a half volts, it isn't going to do anything. Um but so I was getting that on, reading at the battery. Yeah, That's what was yeah, strange. Yeah, um, yeah, it may have just not quite been enough. And when you put one of those little jump packs on it, you know, some of those are four or five hundred amps, uh, uh, and that's enough to get it going. the The issue is though, um, between the battery going absolutely completely dead down to three volts, and mm. then getting it going with the jump pack. That battery may not be, that battery should be put back on a battery charger again and mm -hmm. let that battery charge up for many more hours to get it up to a full, really up to a full charge. Right. Because the difference between a battery that's at, say, 13 and a half volts, you know, if you, you know, let it kind of settle out and you test it with a voltmeter, it's 13 volts, and then one that's at 12 and a half volts, Although it doesn't sound it, that's about 50% capacity difference between those two numbers. So wow. it really does need to, it really does need to charge up. And too often, and, and we're guilty of this as well. You know, we'll go out and do jump starts all day long. And, you mm -hmm. know, some of our folks will just say to us, I'll just let it run for half an hour. It'll charge the battery back up and it'll be fine. And really the charging system in the car is really meant to maintain the battery, not charge it back up. So, mm -hmm. Your friend would be better off, you know, borrowing your battery charger again and really leave it on there and let it charge up overnight. Um, if you have a battery charger that's got a little gauge on it, so when it goes back down to zero, you know, it's fully charged, fully charged all the way up. Um, you, you may have just not been able to put enough in it because it was that dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't even yeah, get the, the lights right. I, it must be right. something they go default in when it's under power, huh? You know, oh yeah, crazy. yeah, and sometimes and sometimes what happens is when the voltage drops low enough, it 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 does funny stuff to the anti theft system too. So you right. end up with the anti theft system causing some weird stuff to happen as well. So um, you know, I think you know it's it's running now. But if that was my car, I would want to put it on a battery charger just to make yeah. sure that battery's up to absolutely full full strength. Yeah, I agree. Remember you talking about that before? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, John. Always a pleasure to talking to you. <laughs> yeah, All right, thank take you, care Sam. now. Okay, yep, bye, bye bye. Well, I promised we would do trivia, and uh, was it Biff? Remind me who was who was it who said no more Google? Was it Tom? Uh, yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, Tom. So, yeah, it was. So no more actually. Google. No more no Google. Google. Yeah, and, no and, googling. And your, and your thought was that's never going to happen. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. that was pure fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, okay. you, you, the phone's in your hand. How you're not going to do it? I, mean, I know, I know. Can, have you have you ever watched 
old-time TV, like, you know, even not that old-time, like Rockford Files or any of those shows, and, you know, they're they're running around doing crazy stuff, and I'm like, if they only had a cell phone. Yeah, I know, yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's just, can you yeah. imagine? Yeah, I know. Yeah. If only had a yeah. cell phone. If they, if they only had a cell phone. Yep. You know, yep. let alone, a, you know, a little baby computer in your hand. But, you know, <laughs> even if they just had a plain old cell phone to call somebody, you know, it's like, but on the other hand, then you couldn't, you couldn't have an office set up at a pay phone either, which... You know, you know some of those old time shows where you know that was that was the private detective exactly. office with yep, the, yep. the payphone at the local bar. You know, so exactly. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, I I every once in a while I you know get get stuck on watching old TV and just makes me think of those things. But and, there, and there's anyway, and there's no so, cell phones. No cell phones. No. So no. So uh, so googling or not, I guess. Uh, and we we have you know if you. What's our what's our rule? If you haven't won anything okay, so in the past his, ninety days, his or? his the rules, if you will. Okay, so if you do we won, have real rules, we, we do. We, rules? If you've yeah. won anything at the radio station here at North Shore one hundred four point nine in the past sixty days, please don't call. You're not eligible. We want to let other people win, so please don't call. We keep track of who wins, by the way. Uh, secondly. Uh, for this particular prize, you will need an email address. You'll have to have one of those. Uh, what else am I forgetting, uh, John? Uh, oh, you're going to you're gonna have to have, you, get the right answer. Yeah, and you have to live within AAA Northeast Geographic Territory. So if you're listening in uh, Long Island this morning, you're mm-hmm. okay. Long Island's good. But if you're listening in Manchester, New Hampshire this morning... Can't help you. Triple A Northern New England, different Triple A club. Wow. So I can't, can't, can't help you with that. But, uh, but if you're listening in uh, western part of Connecticut, Rhode Island, all across the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, anywhere in Massachusetts, you're good. Uh, Central and Northern Jersey, Utica, New York, all those places. If you're listening in any of those places, you're good. Um, but like I said, if you're listening in Nashua. Mm, can't really help you because that's a different AAA club. If you're listening in Salem, on the other hand, Salem, New Hampshire, strangely enough, is part of my yeah, AAA. That's a yes, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think it, I think it's where the Merrimack River flows. If you're on this side of the Merrimack River. Oh, the the other stipulation, if you're if you're okay with this, John, is is that the winner needs to go on air. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if I'm okay if, if you don't want to go on air, don't call. Don't call. <laughs> You're, you're, you know, you're it's, being mean. You're well, being mean it's live that. radio show. We kind of want to get everybody involved yeah. and hear the so excitement we, so, in your voice when you win. So based on that, we should give out the trivia question and take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Yep. How's that sound? Yep. So in 1922, the first car radio was introduced. And in fact, the government wanted to ban it because it considered them a distraction, like cell phones. But the ban didn't go through. And by 1963, most vehicles had radios in them. What was the first make of car to have a car radio in it in 1922? If you know the answer to that question, give us a call at 800-370-1049, and we will give you a AAA membership. How's that? 800-370-1049. Did I say that right? 800-370-1049. Yeah, Yeah, I said that right. And again, in 1922, the first car radio was introduced by what company? in 1922. If you know the answer, give us a call. And again, you heard all the rules. You know what to do. Uh, my name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening North Shore 1049. We'll be right back.
North Shore and Merrimack Valley women, your attention, please. Have you heard about Bear Medical Aesthetics in Wakefield? Co-owned by two nurses, Bear Medical Aesthetics offers every kind of facial rejuvenation treatment, plus body contouring in a state-of-the-art friendly spa atmosphere. Be confident. Be fearless. Be Bear. Bear Medical Aesthetics in Wakefield. BearMedx.com. That's B-A-R-E-M-E-D-X.com. Lionwa Auto Group is now hiring. There are dozens of employment opportunities available in any of their eight dealerships located in Peabody, Burlington, Nashua, and Bedford, New Hampshire. Consider a position as an entry-level or experienced technician, sales or sales support, finance, valets, and more. Lionwa Auto Group is an award-winning dealer group who gives back to the communities in which they serve. Join the Lionwa team where employees are valued and recognized. For more details, visit lwagcareers.com. That's lwagcareers.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. For today, a murky start, then becoming partly sunny, hot, buggy. It'll be 85 to 90, but cooler at some beaches. Cloudy, very foggy. You have an eye chance of showers coming through, maybe a thunderstorm, low in mid-60s. Tomorrow, very foggy, damp start. Hopefully, we get some sun out during the afternoon. It'll be 75 to 80 if we see the sun. And on Monday, sun clouds, warm but buggy. 70s, low EDs. Look for late day showers and storms. Forecast being brought to you by the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner. The Berry Tavern offers takeout, ordering curbside pickup and delivery through local delivery companies. Call 978-777-BERRY. For local North Shore, 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. So, uh, in 1922, the first car radio was introduced by what manufacturer? And what's interesting, the governor, government wanted to ban it because it was considered a distraction. Uh, in fact, uh, it wasn't just in that year. I believe in the 40s, 
there was some consideration to ban radios in Massachusetts for absolutely the same reason. They considered it a distraction. And by 1963, most vehicles had radios in them. Um, and back then, if you've ever been in an old car, um, they were all tube radios. So you turn the radio on, and the tubes had to get hot before the, uh, before the radio actually worked. But let's talk to John in Norwood and see if John knows the answer. Good morning, John. Who was, what was the first company that put a car radio in? Chevy. Chevy. How'd you know that? It was a lucky guess, honestly. I figured how many car companies could have existed in 1922. Ford, well, Chevy, I don't know. Well, that, you know, I, I guess you're, I guess you're right. Although it does get a little bit, you know, in 1922, there was what, you know, Chevy and Ford, but there was a bunch of odd little makes and models here and there that, uh, you know, had some, had some, but you are absolutely right. It is Chevrolet. Uh, you are absolutely correct. And, uh, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I, I remember when I was a kid, my first car had, I don't know, AM radio in it and, you know, one speaker. And I thought it was a big deal when I added a second speaker to the back. You know, it made it almost like stereo. It wasn't, but you know, I have two speakers now. You know, and then you know, moved on, moved on from the there. Yeah. Speaker in the middle of the back seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was. It sounded like it sounded like a whole lot better idea than it was. But you know that. You know, and now and now we see cars that have thousand watt stereo systems right from the factory and sixteen speakers in them, and you know, and and they wonder why people can't hear the the ambulances going by because the Radios are so loud, but I would like to ban the modern distraction. Like for somebody to invent a technology where you can't drive and text at the same time, or drive and surf the internet at the same time. You know, and, and you know, you're it. It is kind of you can't. I mean, you can if you want to. I mean, there are certainly apps that you can put in your phone that will won't allow you to text. It won't allow you to do a video chat. In fact, if somebody sends you a text message, it automatically will respond with, I'm driving right now, and I can't respond to your text message. And you can even set that up to take phone calls that, you know, maybe you limit it to, you know, three important people, you know, your your son, your daughter, and your wife or something, and anybody else doesn't count. You know, anybody else, it just goes into voicemail. And there are these systems that will do that, and they're free, unfortunately. And even and even some of the... Um, some of the newer phones from, you know, Apple and, and others, you know, have that ability to do that. And most people never check off that box because their phone has become such a part of their life these days. But you're right. When I see somebody driving down the road and they have their phone right in front of their face because they're doing a video chat with somebody, it's just yeah. never a good thing. Never a good thing. No. Uh, but I... I agree Horrifying, with you. So, especially since I think we have a law that says you're supposed to be hands-free now, but I see people all day. Oh every yeah, day. yeah, and and you know, AAA AAA was a hundred percent behind that. We were there testifying on the hands-free hands-free law. It went in with a whole bunch of other things. In fact, you know, e you know, even kids under the age of eighteen aren't even supposed to have phones. They aren't even supposed to use phones at all. So, you know, and, and that unfortunately happens all the time. And you know, the the you know the police officers. You know they'll pull people over for texting, but you know they 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 run into their own share of issues. So you know there's all kinds of craziness that comes up. So uh, so right now, you know, can we? I guess we have to try to rely on people's common sense, which might not be as common as you hope, right? <laughs> We're in trouble. 
we're in trouble. Hey, stay right there. Uh, Biff will take down your name and address and, and email, and I will I will email you a special number that will allow you to get a AAA membership, uh, and uh, and it'll, it'll be a special code that will allow you to get a uh, AAA membership. And if you're already a AAA member, you can use it to renew your membership. So stay right Great. there. Let, Thanks, let, let Biff take down the information. Well, we'll let Biff get ready for that. We need to take a break in another minute or so biff are you ready are you ready can you multitask like that can you do all those things at once can you take so, down john's information and why don't we do this why don't, we, and... why don't we go to break now okay all and right while we're there i'll take care of john and we'll come back see, and see, wrap it that, up that is multitasking that would be multitasking yeah yeah and but, which you know doing more than one thing at a time is very difficult for me but but don't but don't do any of that while you're driving absolutely not yeah okay all right, all right good all right why don't we do that my name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. If you would like to join us, 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. We still have a little bit of time left for some car questions. If you have any, give us a call at 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. Nancy Gardella, Executive Director of the North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau. And it's time to get out and support our local tourism industry and love my local Massachusetts. Dine in or take out at your favorite local restaurants. Spend some time at one-of-a-kind historic sites. Book a whale watch or harbor cruise. For more ideas, visit northofboston.org. Sponsored by the North of Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau and the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Angle & Volkers is the North Shore's premium global real estate provider, representing buyers and sellers of fine properties right here at home. I'm Karen Hansen, licensed partner of Angle & Volkers by the Sea. These past two years have provided extraordinary and unusual opportunities for those looking to make a move. If your life is beckoning you towards a new adventure, we would be honored to assist. Cottage or castle? Suburbs to the sea. There has never been a better time to live your luxury. Find us online at buythesea.com evrealestate.com Larry School of Beverly is offering co-ed day camps this summer for ages 5 through 18. From half day to full day programs, Waring School offers summer camps in arts, robotics, athletics, writing, debate, and performing arts. Kids love summer at Waring School of Beverly. Make your plans now as some camps may reach capacity. Join Waring for summer learning and outdoor fun. For information and to enroll, visit summeratwaring.org. That's summeratwaring.org. Uh, hey, Dad? Cool if I change this? They may not get each other's music, but they can both get a COVID-19 booster shot. Because the CDC recommends booster shots for people 12 years and older after completion of a primary series. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Join me, Joe Piantosi, for Breaking Bread this Sunday morning, 10 a.m., when my guests will be from Gray's Appliance Store, Dennis Gray, and the Republican gubernatorial candidate, Jeff Deal. That's Breaking Bread this Sunday morning, 10 a.m., right here on North Shore 1049. Nothing but winners, now you losers scram. Got no time for tests or a scope of exam. All the kids know where they're 
Welcome back to the Car Doctor program. I was just reading a, a story. It says the ongoing pain at the pump for Americans is getting even more brutal as gas prices reach new record highs for the weekend here. The national average uh, for a gallon of regular gasoline increased to 443 per gallon. That's nationwide, according to AAA. This eclipses the previous all-time record set in mid-March when filling up tanks set drivers back an average of $4.33 per gallon. The national average for regular stood at uh, 441. Um, the cost of the pump varied from state to state, with the most expensive in California. And and we talked to folks from California the last week or two, where gasoline was uh, 587, Nevada 513. The cheapest gas uh, stop in Kansas or Georgia to get gas, although it's Four bucks a gallon there, almost four but four dollars a gallon. At those prices, uh, California drivers would pay an extra fifteen hundred dollars a year uh, compared to Georgia drivers if they fill up their tanks every week. Uh, the bad news is New York prices on Friday had writ, uh, hit a record high with uh, four sixty three. So we're seeing higher prices. How long are the price is going to last? Well, um, looks like they're going to be here for a while. Uh, the um, New high uh, comes a day after the Biden administration canceled oil and gas sales in the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska's Cook Inlet, dealing a potential blow to domestic fuel production. The Cook Inlet lease sale will not move forward due to a lack of industry interest in leasing in the area. So apparently the industry doesn't want to do it. Well, I heard I was on a webinar with um, this guy by the name of Tom Closer. He is, we've had him on the show once before, once or twice. He's sort of referred to as the dean of gasoline and oil prices. And um, he was saying crude oil right now at $100 a barrel. The oil companies are making about $80 a barrel profit right now. Wow. Which is, Holy moly. Which is a lot. That's a which lot. is a lot. Yes, um, it is. And, you know, the further you get away from the uh, kind of wellhead, the, the more... Um, the, the least amount of profit. So, you know, when if you got if you know, Biff, if you can put a well in your backyard, you can mm-hmm. become very wealthy. I'm considering put a gas I'm considering in your backyard, doing that. you don't make quite as much. You don't. But even the retailers are doing okay. And you know, and I guess if you interviewed a oil company executive, they'd probably say to you, Well, we need to make these record profits right now because as more and more companies are switching over to electric vehicles, we need to be ready. We need to turn our gas stations into Electric Electric vehicles. That's an interesting point of view. But, uh, hey, real quick, John, um, I I got Paul from Somerville. Do we have a couple minutes to answer one? I think we do. Yeah, I told him it'd be kind of brief. But, hey, Paul, are you there? I'm here. I'm here, John. Go ahead, Paul. Yep, absolutely. I just just wanted to mention very quickly, uh, this is Police Memorial Weekend. As you know, I was was up for 30 years. And um, this would be a good weekend to remind people uh, about the move-over law that, um, that's the second leading cause of, of, of police officers killed in the line of duty is traffic-related crashes, particularly uh, or for troopers on the highway. I have it at a little bit worse because all of those crashes are extraordinarily bad because of uh, speed. And, uh, we, we've seen even here in Massachusetts just lost a cop, just lost uh, tomorrow, Uchi very recently. Um, so um, I just wanted to have that in the back of people's minds that this is a, a weekend to think of those uh, those people who are out on the road and uh, trying to keep them safe. And 
but it, that's a, a very dangerous part of that job. And uh, Ab- absolutely, aside, absolutely, what, and, and so easily avoided. That, yeah, go ahead. Say again, say it again, John. I said, and so easily avoided because how many of those horrible crashes happen because the driver's impaired? Undistracted. Yeah, absolutely. So pay attention, pay attention with behind the wheel, don't drink and drive. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to mention going on to your radio thing, it wasn't uh, when I first came on, there were no radios and cruises because they thought it was distraction. And it wasn't until, I think, 1989 that um, our department switched to uh, some Chevys, and the radios are in there already. They were part of the huh. package. Uh, I know they, they wanted to get them out. They found out that if you were, wanted to order a cruiser without uh, an AM radio, it cost money to, it cost more money to buy the car because had, you had to pay to have it removed before it was delivered. Um, so at any rate, that's uh, even though they were standard in most cars from 1963, uh, they weren't standard if you got a police package. Yeah, that's so that's, that little, that's interesting. Yeah, little, little tidbit. Hey, Paul, always a, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for everything you you did as a police officer and continue to do that you uh, that you do now with the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Really appreciate it. You're more than welcome, John. Have a safe weekend. Uh, you as well. Take care. Our buddy Paul in Somerville always has always has interesting information. And again, it is you know whether it's you know law enforcement, uh, tow truck drivers, EMTs, whatever the case is. You know when you when you see um, you know when you see any of those vehicles by the side of the road, you know pay attention to what's in front of you. Pay attention to them as well, but give them plenty of room. It's really really important to do. So very important. Hey. Um, Mazda, which has been doing really well in their quality indexes, uh, because in my thoughts, and I guess when we talked to our friends at Consumer Reports, they had the same idea that they haven't really changed a lot. They just kind of improve and improve and improve. Well, they have four new vehicles coming up in the not-too-distant future. Two of those four vehicles, the CX-70 and the CX-90, are expected to land in the U.S., uh, at the end of the end of 2023, Mazda said last week the CX-60 will be equipped with the Skyactiv powertrain that marries the 2.5-liter inline four-cylinder to an electric motor. European deliveries are expected to begin in the summer. Exterior styling will uh, this new design language they're using. It's, it's a good-looking car. Uh, in announcing its nameplates, it said CX-60, 70, 80, and 90. Have two body types with two and three row seating arrangements. The 60 will have two rows. The 80 will have three rows, uh, both aiming at uh, Europe and Japan. So, uh, lots of new stuff coming from Mazda right now, too. Hey, that music means we need to go. I want to thank our guest, Kristen Brokoff, for joining us. I want to thank the music supplied by Charles Bernier. I want to thank uh, Biff for doing everything he does there. Thank you, Biff. Thank you, John. All right. And until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And if you see any kind of emergency vehicle by the side of the road, so if you see a yellow light, a blue light, a red light, slow down or move over. It saves lives. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.